with Mr. 400. Chris Johnson, Homestead High School, joins us on the line right now. Coach, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Justin? Not bad. Uh, congratulations on the win, and it was an important win in terms of, of, of uh, you know, keeping the momentum going last night and knocking off a quality opponent in Blackhawk Christian. Take us through it. Well, I mean, that was a big part of it. A, uh, you know, if you look at uh, Blackhawk Christian, I mean, demon at Christmas, what a group of young men they have over there. Coach Davidson, he's doing a great job uh, with that group of kids. Uh, you, you start with Caleb first, who's 6'9", 6'10", going to be an All-American. That's, you know, everybody and out there wants him. And then uh, with his son, um, you know, that, that's a tough matchup for us and for anybody, whether they're 1A, 4A, or whatever level they're playing at. So, uh, you know, to come out with a victory over an opponent like them, uh, you know, says a lot for our kids and, you know, very proud of, what they accomplished last night in beating a quality team in Blackhawk Christian. And I'd say overly impressive on, on when you did it. You had to prepare for a very good Southside team last Friday. You have Snyder coming up on Friday, and then you squeeze in the number one team in 1A on a Tuesday. So not much prep for you. Well, there, there wasn't. And, uh, you know, what we're going to do what we need to do as far as on the offensive end. It, it, it's a matter of getting our kids prepared as far as defensively what we're going to do. Uh, you know, Coach Ankenbrook he does a great job of you know communicating with me with uh, you know the matchups and that type of stuff, and uh, you know he gets the kids prepared and you know very proud. Like I said uh, before, you know you need good people around you, and I'm very blessed that uh, you know we have good and I have good assistant coaches surrounding me to put ourselves in a good position. Coach, you're always quick to compliment Coach Ankenbrook, and he's been with you for for a, quite a while now. Um, but take us through this process with your assistants, how they kind of put game plans together, what what they give you then to take that next step as you prepare for a team, because it's almost a machine out there in terms of how you guys are able to put scouting reports and game plans together. Well, I mean, like I said before, I'm fortunate. Coach Lines, Coach Fowley, Coach Panning, Coach Ankenbrook, you know, all the, all the coaches that I've had in the past, um, that are very knowledgeable of the game. They uh, they feed me. I don't want to be yes men. I want them to be able to feed me information, uh, feed me things that they see uh, to where you know we're doing what is best for the kids and and, and putting ourselves in the best possible position to be uh, successful. And uh, you know that that's the good thing about having good people surrounding you. Like I've always said. Uh, they're they're knowledgeable of the game. They want to make sure that we put ourselves in a good position, and I thank them for everything that they do uh, because it, it just makes us look a lot better. Um, but you know, like I said all along, uh, you want to surround yourself with good people, knowledgeable people, because when you do that, then you know that keeps the ball rolling. Chris Johnson, Homestead High School, joining us here on the Optimum Performance Sports High School Coaches Show. Uh, Coach Luke Goody, he's a sophomore now, plays at times like he's been playing three, four years of high school basketball, dropped 31 in that championship game, holiday tournament against Snyder. What have you seen out of his game as a sophomore uh, as compared to maybe what you didn't see as a freshman? Well, he's getting stronger. He's getting more physical. He is, uh, you know, he's understanding the speed of the game. You know, it's awful tough to come in as a 14, 15-year-old young man and, and step in to play varsity basketball. And that's, that's difficult at, at our level, at the type of teams we see, the type of talent we go against. 
the Summit City Athletic Conference is a phenomenal conference with a lot of great athletes, got a lot of great players. And to be able to step in and, and get the minutes that he gave us last year just you know, made him grow uh, individually as a player, uh, understand it as far as mentally the game and what we're looking for. He's a smart ball player. Um, and that's the reason why he, you know, is going to be a big time player from the standpoint you can't teach six six. And when he can shoot the ball the way he can shoot it at that size, uh, he's going to be able to go play somewhere, you know, big time if that's what he wants to do. Whether or not that be in in, in basketball, or whether or not he decides to, you know, uh, you know, move on as far as uh, with the college scene, go and play football because he's a big time quarterback. Also, um, he's a great leader. And, uh, you know, we, we depend a lot on him uh, to lead us. And, and that's, you know, one of the things that him and, and Kruger are doing right now. They're leading the younger guys to where, you know, they're, they're starting to understand their roles. And things are clicking right now. But like I share with them, it's a long season. Stay humble. Continue to work hard. We're still about seven to eight weeks before sectional starts. And that's when you really want to be playing your best basketball is at the end of the year. Coach, we kind of pinpointed this week. It's it's kind of the unofficial midway point of the year, and this Tuesday, Friday, Saturday schedule you have is very much a barometer. Obviously, a big game in the SAC coming up Friday at Blackhawk last night, East Noble Saturday. Have you looked at this week as saying, "Man, I'm really going to find out what my team is or isn't here in mid January"? Well, definitely. Uh, we knew it was going to be a tough week. We try not to talk about it as far as from a coaching standpoint to the players. I'm sure in the back of their mind, they, they understand. Um, they came out and played extremely hard last night, beat a very good ball club, like I said, in Blackhawk Christian. Like I told them, you know, we, we worry now about our next opponent, that's Snyder. We talked about Snyder tonight. We'll continue to talk about Snyder tomorrow. It's a big conference game for us to stay in the race. We, we've got to, you know, be able to come up with that victory. Uh, it's at their place. And, and then we're going to worry about Snyder for the, you know, another, again, tomorrow. Hopefully we'll play well Friday night, and then uh, Saturday morning we'll wake up and we'll then start talking about what we need to do to prepare for East Noble uh, in our walkthrough and then see what we can do once the, uh, once the clock is turned on at 7.30 on Saturday night against a very quality, high-quality ball club in East Noble. Coach, in preseason this year, we looked at Homestead and say, well, it's probably going to be a team similar to last year, going to go through their their rough patches in the first half of the year. At one point, you guys were 5-6 and six last year after a loss to Blackhawk Christian. We felt eventually all the guys will get on the same page with Chris and they'll hit their stride when, you know, close to 20 games. You guys won 10 of your first 11. What's been the difference to hit the ground running this year comparatively to last year? Well, I wish I could answer those questions. I don't know. Uh... Now the ball seems to be bouncing our way a little bit at the end of games, at close games. Um, you know, we we had a great summer with our with our kids. Um, you know, we we went to Purdue, we went and played at St. Francis, uh, we played some high quality teams, and we were able to compete uh, with those teams. And anytime you can compete, and again, summer's totally different. And I understand that, but if you can compete at that level in the summertime, then, you know, you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know, maybe we've got something here. And, you know, we've got length. Uh, you know, Trent Lomas, he's 6'4", 6'5". Um, you have Grinsfelder with some length with, uh, you know, he's anywhere from 6'3 to 6'4". Brad Miller just playing the heck out of it as far as defensively. I mean, he's a lockdown defender. 
And you can't leave him open from the outside because he can step up and hit those shots. As you can see, uh, he hit a big one against uh, Snyder. He hit a big one last night against Blackhawk Christian to extend the lead. And, you know, you need those role players to step in and, and, and know their roles, know what they need to do to be successful. And our kids, that's what they're, they're worried about right now. They're not worried about the individual glory. Um, you know, they're worried about winning and, and continuing what other players have put in place uh, before them um, with, you know, winning conferences, winning sectionals, and, and, you know, some regionals. So those are the things that you want to compete for. I don't think anybody remembers individual stuff, even though I think kids do. I think some parents out there probably think that people remember that stuff. But I guarantee you, you remember when teams are successful, teams are doing things the right way, uh, players are doing things the right way, and those are the things that, that people remember. Coach, 400 victories, 25 years. Of course, the 20, 2015 state championship game has to be you know, at the forefront of memorable games. But any other ones that kind of come to mind of these 400? Well, you know, what was neat last night, and, you know, we're in it for the kids. Um, you know, hopefully the, the players, when it's all said and done, I know there, there are people out there that despise as far as players that didn't get the playing time they probably deserved back in the day. Um, you understand that as coaches. You can't promise. You can't please everybody. But to be able to get phone calls from kids that played uh, for me back at Dwinger in my first year, uh, getting phone calls or getting texts from them last night, I thought that was uh, you know neat uh, from the standpoint to where uh, – they're, they're proud of the accomplishment, that they, they were part of it, and they are a big part of it. From the coaching standpoint, uh, you know, I know that uh, other people very easily could be doing what I'm doing. Um, but to have players that buy in, have players that do things the right way, that's what it's all about. And then when they're, you know, older and they look back and say, you know, that wasn't too bad. If Coach Johnson was doing, you know, what was best for us, what was best for the team. That, that's what makes it and, and makes me proud as far as being part of it. Coach, thanks for taking the time to join us. Congratulations on the win. Last night should be a, a fun two games, Friday and Saturday. Good luck. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Five-hour tea with caffeine from green tea leaves. It's delicious, energizing, and comes in three amazing flavors. With zero sugar and four calories, it fits your life. With its compact size and portability, it goes where you go, to the campsite, the hiking trail, the beach, without weighing you down. Five-hour tea, caffeine from green tea leaves. Release your natural sight from the makers of five-hour energy. For more information, visit fivehourenergy.com. Podcast by Federated Media. Podcast by Federated Media.